Hey everybody, welcome to the Real Live Podcast. We're glad you're tuning in. This is the place where we talk about the real stuff and the real messy stuff. Sometimes we, we do the hard questions. Hey, sometimes it's the questions that nobody else wants to ask, but we will ask them and try to navigate them as best we can right here. So I'm your host, Dale Satram, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Jones. Hello. And... We're just glad you're tuning in. Hey, listen, if you're a first-time uh, listener, thanks uh, for uh, checking us out. And, uh, again, we hope that uh, you, you find some real value in this and you keep coming back. And for those of you that, uh, you know what, you've been listening for uh, maybe even from the beginning. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate you and uh, appreciate you getting other people's. Other other people's? Yeah. Other, man, I can't even talk right yet. <laughs> they know what you meant. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Getting other people to, uh, you know what, join the conversation. So, uh, listen, we're glad you're all here today. Hey, Kitty, today we... What are we doing today, Kitty? We are going to be having a discussion about Santa Claus. Is he stealing Jesus' birthday or what? The evil Santa. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna talk about Santa. It's gonna be Might fun as well one today. Call him Satan Claus. Satan. Oh, I've, I've, well, I've, I've actually heard that. Okay, so. Oh my um, goodness! I, have I was that. joking. But well, before we do that, I'm come sure on, let's have. check in with each other, Katie. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I am doing good. I am so glad that we've been having some good talks on holiday stress because I feel it. Yeah, those the last Hi. couple of weeks, and now we're we're counting down. Christmas is almost here. Oh I man! Love the Christmas season, but I'm not kidding. That to do list. It just feels so extra. So I'm trying so hard to be intentional about what's the focus here. December twenty second, Katie. This is it. A couple of days left. I know. I know. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited, and um, it's been a good season. Yeah. Well, you know, it takes us like multiple days to do Christmas at our house. We don't. It's not like one day. It. You know, we have kids. We got mm-hmm. grandkids. We have relatives. We have. So. Are you guys uh, hosting again? Yeah, we always host. Okay. Uh, so we have tons of people at our house. It's tons of fun. We we also again it takes multiple days for us, and so uh, I don't know, like three, four days. Do I you mean, have the same people each day, or are you trying to like get the Lisa's side and your side, and you do it all at the same time, or? Is yeah, so there's some of that that goes on. We like to have a, a special time just with our kids and grandkids. Yeah. You know. Um, so the, we also have a tradition where we all still go over to my parents on Christmas morning, okay? Wow. We all show up, the big tribe of us, okay? And then my brother and I, we, we go into the kitchen and then we, we take over the cooking. We cook breakfast. Yeah. Good and then, job. And mom is like the foreman. And then she's like telling us what to do. And, and yeah. That's awesome that you guys still do that. That's it's, so cool. It's pretty fun. It's a good time. That's great. Yeah. You know what's helped uh, my family this this year? This is kind of the first year we started doing this because we have, so we've got my husband's side broken up into two sides. Some of them are in Redmond. Some of them are here. And then we've got my side, but my my brother, he goes to multiple places. So it's just, we've got so many moving parts. But I have loved that Christmas, this year will be our first year ever, I think. Christmas is just me and Jared's family. So just us oh, and the wow. kids. 
but Christmas Eve we're hosting his side and then the day after Christmas we're hosting my side but it just is it just feels lovely Good. because it is um a slow day on Christmas there you go but we're still because I feel like there's so much pressure we have to do it on on the holiday or you have to celebrate oh, your birthday on your birthday right it doesn't have to you can make it yeah that's spread why it out we for spread yourself. it out yeah. I think that's the nice thing about Christmas it's a season yes it's a Christmas season and so yeah we that took a lot of stress away for us as we spread mm. it out and then we found out you know what works for the kids what works for the grandkids we have our own special evening and dinner just yeah. with them and it's it's just our immediate family and then we go from there and of course you know then everybody's sometimes just spread out because right. uh, you know there's this more complex uh, family dynamics and sure. so the kids got to go somewhere and we got to go somewhere so but um you just got to figure it out. Yeah. Figuring out your own traditions and your own rhythm to the holidays. Yep. Absolutely. All right. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. We're talking <laughs> Back about to Santa. a big fat red guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Dale. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. That, sorry. Is, that is a little bit of body shaming. Was that? We, <laughs> okay. Well, we'll have, well, who's ever seen a skinny Santa? It's true. Okay, I know. I'm, yeah. This is the real life podcast. So we got to be real. The guy, the guy's I had fat. to just mess with you. Okay. Oh, yeah. He even says in his poem, he his belly jiggles like a bowl full of jelly. Well, th that is your, yes. I was kind of rude, isn't it? <laughs> All right. We're, He's we're, supposed to be jolly. We're Loves digressing. The cookies. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back this, on point. This whole this whole podcast is going to digress. But hey, we've, we, we've been Santa. talking about holiday stress. We had to lighten it up for our last Christmas oh, episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, wh where are we going to go with this? Okay. So all right. To be a little more serious, as <laughs> as parents, well, first of all, just selfishly, tell us about what you did with the kids because you came from a family that told you pretty much from the beginning Santa wasn't real. I can relate to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, we we both were kind of very similar. There, what Dale is saying, we both sent kids to counseling over oh. telling them that Santa wasn't real. Okay, so if somebody's <laughs> listening to this and who knew me as a child and oh, yeah. I ruined your Christmas because I was the kid who showed up in first grade and told kids there was no Santa. Okay, I, I, I did. a oh. confession. Uh, the teacher actually called my parents and said, would you please tell your son, your sweet little six-year-old boy, to stop telling people there's no Santa because he's upsetting the whole class. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> laughing at you ever being referred to as a sweet little boy. Oh, oh. I'm just, I was. I'm just this messing. blonde bomber, okay? Um <laughs> well, you were you were helping them. You're like, we're gonna tell the truth. That's, we gotta tell the truth. Yeah, here. yeah, I was dealing with real life even back at six. Because <laughs> you're calling. I so guess. yeah, no, I'm and on the same you? page. Same. My, you know, Jesus was the reason for this That's season. Right. There's That's right. no, and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't feel like I had a robbed childhood because I didn't get to believe in Santa. So if you are somebody that has already told your children, that's fine. Um, we're just here to kind of get into the, di the the discussion as a whole. Yes. But yes, I told children that there was no Santa. I had to get a talking to about that as well. Like you can't do that. They don't know. Different families do things differently. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, anyways, so but you shifted, you and Lisa. Yeah. Okay. So. So tell us. Yeah. Tell us so about that. So then you get married. Okay. And so you know, my wife grew up with all of these <clears throat> these traditions. I mean, she grew up with the whole Santa thing, and she grew up with the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy. I mean, we just let's list them all. Okay. So, <laughs> but we're talking about Santa. Yes. So let's keep it right here. And I was. We start. You start having kids, and then she wants to do some of these traditions and I'm like absolutely not and 
you know, I went all kind of <laughs> hardcore and that didn't go over well. So yeah, we, we, uh, well, how did you defend your stance when you were talking to Lisa and how did she sway you to come to the other, the Santa side? Hey, listen, we've well, been married for 36 years and I have mellowed a lot. Thank the Lord for that. Okay. <laughs> I think I was a way more black and white in my early days. I saw everything in very binary terms, you know, someone's right, someone's wrong. And uh, okay, so I mean, that was my immaturity. I mean, I was married at, uh, you know, 21 and no, 22. And then we had a child at 25. And okay, I had a lot of learning to do. I'm just saying. So um, I probably didn't handle it really well at the front end, but I got there. And so we started having conversations. And, um, you know, I was, I was just at a place where I didn't want to feel like I was violating biblical values. And, um, so we, uh, and then, you know, my wife has a pretty strong personality too. And if you don't know her, you know, you see her and she's sweet and she's quiet, but man, that lady's tough. I'm just telling you. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she wasn't backing down on the whole, what's the harm? Yeah. What, what's the whole harm? Can't we just have fun with it? Well, so we found a compromise. So what we did was, um, as the kids got older, and you could start having conversations with them because, you know, eventually, um, you know, who, who is this Santa guy? They are seeing him. You go to shopping malls and <laughs> you drive through stores and you see it on billboards. And, you know, so it's, it's this whole thing with we don't believe in Santa. What's well, kind of weird, and if you've said that, listen, I'm not being critical, but it's kind of weird if that's your verbiage to your kids, because when the kids are little, they're very concrete thinkers, and then you go, we don't believe in Santa, and then they go, well, he's right there. He's At right the there. Mall he's or... in the mall. Mm-hmm. He's on the billboard. <laughs> he's on the TV. What do you mean you don't believe in Santa? The big fat guy's right there, okay? I mean, there he is. Hmm. There he is. I even see reindeer. There he is. I mean, so... So what don't you believe about Santa? So it makes it sound like you don't believe he exists when he's everywhere. So what we said, so we we didn't take that approach. We just said, yes, uh, there is a Santa. In fact, there's lots of them because you see him everywhere. Santa is someone who reminds everybody. That's why he gives gifts. The gifts that he gives reminds everybody that Jesus is the greatest gift. Jesus is the greatest mm-hmm. gift. He'd remind everybody about Jesus. Now, some of you are saying, that's not how it works in real life. <laughs> of course, it doesn't work that way in real life. But he also doesn't fly around the world in 24 hours in real life either. So, so what is the harm? So then, so where we went, what is the harm with make-believe? Don't kids, when they're little, they do make-believe all the time. I mean, Santa's make-believe, right? We all know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you choose to do with make-believe as a parent is kind of up to you. So what we did is we kind of saved Santa. We, we, he's, he was a saved version. So he's reminding kids about Jesus. He's reminding kids that the greatest gift, that Christmas is really about Jesus. And so he gives gifts to remind them about the gift of Jesus. And so we just took that approach and um, with, with the kids and kind of had fun with it because we didn't want to ever lose Jesus being the reason. This whole holiday is about Jesus. It's about his birth. It's about God's search and rescue mission for humanity. So, uh, of course, I'm a pastor, right? So I had to save Santa. Right. Yes, of course. (laughs) So we saved Santa. 
Now, some people may disagree with that. that that's okay. Right. I mean, this, we can disagree. Every family is so different. So I guess um, one thing I was concerned about, and we had this talk probably last year at some point because um, you had some good things to say, but I was thinking, I was like, well, what if um, I'm telling them, you know, and we're going along with this big thing. Am I traumatizing my kid when they find out Santa's not real later and they're going to think I lied? And then are they going to be like, well, are you lying about Jesus too? You know, right. so there was like that progression of thought. So what would you say to that? Well, I, I think it's all just part of the, the conversations you have with your kids. You know, when you have conversations about about Santa and again, kids think in very concrete terms. They they don't they don't think in abstract terms yet. They're meant their their cognitive development that doesn't happen until later. So you everything is just very concrete, and and so um, kids kids understand uh, again make believe friends and make believe things. And so you can what about Santa flying all around the world in one night? Well, it's up to you as a parent. If you want your kid to believe in that when they're five years old, they don't. They don't have the ability to abstract think their way that that doesn't make any sense. All right, so mm -hmm. just relax. But when you talk about Jesus, it's always in concrete terms. We talk about Jesus. This is a story. This is Mary. It is Joseph. It's, a, it's something that happened years ago. It, it's, it's historical. It's. Mm -hmm. It just really depends on how you talk about it. I our our kids never had any huge issue as they got older and they can think differently and and the, the, their their cognitive development expands. They're able to think about Santa. Christmas and Jesus differently. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of abstract concepts in the Bible, even in the Christmas story. And so there's things, uh, there's just things about their faith they can't even understand yet. So it's okay. You keep things just real concrete and simple for kids. Yeah. They, they're not blown out of the water. Our kids weren't. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. But if you build up Santa so much that Again, I mean, he's this amazing real figure. I mean, yeah, you can set your kids up for disappointment right. by the way you do it. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, um, Everly, my oldest, has asked me, do you believe in Santa? And I just was like, do you believe in Santa? And she said, yes. I said, well, then let's have fun. Like, you know, like, right. because I don't want to lie to them, but I also... Um, yeah, you, you don't want to ruin something that could be a great memory, but also, yeah, the, if you go too far overboard, I could totally see where what it would do you be do when crushing. They see, yeah, they're driving through town or they go walk through the mall and they just saw three Santas walking down the aisle. Well, wait a minute, how's that work? Well, it's time for a conversation, okay? Yeah. I mean, you can, I mean, you can, you, you, you can deal with this. Yes. It, it's just, I also think that, I don't know, you don't have to set your kids up with this big false narrative that's gonna bite you later so it's just tell, how do you talk about it now tell them about um your granddaughter from that do you remember you told me that she was like i know Santa, oh. do you remember that yeah a little yeah. bit and she, like, <laughs> she told you i know that He's not real, but let's not ruin it for. Uh, I think something along those lines, yes, right? Yes, my, my oldest, uh, my oldest granddaughter, she does know that this is all not real, mm -hmm. right? And so it was kind of like a, a little secret between you know. Did Papa. she come out of it on her own, right? Uh, or was there a conversation? Do you know? Yeah, I think she was asking questions. Okay. You know, and she's, and she's nine. Eight. Oh, nine. She's okay. nine. And so she's, uh, you know, and she, her, her younger sister is uh, just turned six, mm -hmm. you know, and, and she's, you know, still on board with the whole Santa thing. 
And um, but you know her mom and of course just talked to me and it's like no we're not going to ruin it for little sister mm -hmm. and we're not going to go to school and ruin it for other people too yeah. and uh, and it can just you know kind of it's something fun it's something make believe fun that sometimes we all believe in and mm -hmm. just like you go outside and you pretend I mean kids pretend I mean pretending is actually a, a an important thing for kids to do it's how they learn. Yeah, yeah, it's how they learn. Yep. You know, kids are always outside pretending to be somewhere else. They're the, the boys are always pretending to be either you know gladiators or fighting right. or, or you know <laughs> slaying dinosaurs or I mean there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Nope. So good. You know, so it's Santa. It's yeah. pretend. It's it's you know eventually that's where it goes and it, you know again it is okay. You're not a bad Christian. I think that's where we go. Some again sometimes sometimes. Christians, we, we look at everything in such black and white terms. I used to as well. That's where I used to be, and everything was right or wrong, black and white. And uh, it doesn't have to be that way. It just really doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I realized that with Christmas, it is far too commercialized. And um, I mean, there's there's all kinds of things wrong with the, the, the secular version of Christmas. But um, there's also nothing wrong with some of our uh, cultural norms. I mean, there are, there are some cultural norms. I mean, I mean, you could keep going with this. You know, we shouldn't be giving gifts, and you shouldn't have a tree, and you shouldn't. I'm mean, oh, just stop. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Some of these things can be traditions, and you can enjoy them and have fun with them. And even though we know what the real reason of Christmas is, it's about Jesus. I mean, as a parent, that's your job. Is to is to keep the focus. Your job isn't isn't to rob your kids having fun, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So what? Um, actually, that was my last question because you just answered one of them. I was going to say, what about if I don't want to celebrate Santa? How do I talk about it with my kids? Um, but you kind of already, uh, you and me both are examples of. Well, right. <laughs> I, I think, and if you're like, no way, Pastor Dale, we are not going to take one step in this direction. Hey, I respect that. Good for you. Mm -hmm. and, and and for those of you that want to, you know. Uh, celebrate a little Santa stuff. That, that's okay too. It'd be good for you. I, I, I'm not here, we're not here to condemn anybody's uh, decisions. Both people can keep Jesus the reason for the season because he is. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, so if if, if you're not going to do that, I mean, I think it's important to, to prep your kids. You don't want to make your kids. Um, uh, well, you don't want your kids going to school, causing problems in the classroom. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I went down that road at six, but um, because you don't want you you don't want them to upset their friends. You don't you want them to not set themselves up for I don't know um, anything socially coming back on them at school or. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it is also great teaching opportunities as a parent uh, that. People believe different things. People have different traditions. Um, uh, you know, we're believers that live in a, a world that doesn't necessarily believe in Jesus. And so how do you navigate that? I mean, this can lead to all kinds of great conversations right. with your kids, not yeah. just this black and white, we don't believe in Santa. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really not helping your kid. As, as a parent, we're here to teach. We're here to train. I mean, the Bible says train up a child. Train. So that's that's intentionality. That's yeah. lots of conversations. 
So it's a great point. So sometimes all of these things give us opportunities to have conversations with kids. Yeah. With your kids. Absolutely. So 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 use it. Now we we have as parents have to stop again. It's this it's this this belief again that we're, we're just here to protect our kids. No, you're here to protect them and also train them. Mm-hmm. So Christmas is a great opportunity to train your kids. So use it as that. In fact, every holiday is an opportunity to train your kids. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you, um, my last question was, how did you keep the focus on Jesus throughout the holiday seasons? And you brought up traditions, and you guys have a special tradition of reading the Christmas story every year that was really cute. You should tell tell our listeners about that. Yeah, I, I even was looking back at some pictures of on my phone of uh, some of those moments. Well, this actually goes back um, generations. So uh, it was something that, that I grew up with. So when I was um, very little, uh, we, the Christmas story was always read at my grandparents' house. And the mm-hmm. cousins, we'd all sit down together and we'd listen to the Christmas story, you know, and, and that was just always part of Christmas. We would never open presents or do anything without pausing reading the Christmas story, actually praying, and then we would move on with Christmas. Mm, and so I when um, then um, we, we got married and um, we started having, uh, you know, our kids, we would go over to my parents on Christmas morning still, and then my dad would sit there. We have pictures of, of uh, my kids, my brother's kids, sitting with my dad on the couch and, and from infant clear up to present day it still Mm. happens where he sits on the couch with his four grandkids and he reads the christmas story isn't that cool Mm -hmm. so so uh at our house you know i sit on the couch grandkids are piled on top of me and um of course, you know, it's video, we, we record it. It's, it's some of these uh, recordings are hilarious because, you know, we, we, they're, a little, they're older now, so they have an attention span. But there's some uh, recordings of me reading the Christmas story when they're two years old, three years old. And it's, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's really <laughs> We're going to need to see that. We yeah. And, of course, when I read the Christmas story, I ad-lib a lot. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> at least my wife's over there rolling her eyes at me, like, get on with the story. Anyway, it, it's tons of fun. Yeah. It's just tons of fun. And, and then, again, we connect the dots for the kids. We always want the kids to know this is about Jesus. Yeah. The presents remind us of Jesus. We give gifts because Jesus is the greatest gift. Mm. So even the gifts are connected to Jesus. And we pray together, we thank him, and then we go on with, with the rest of the stuff. Mm. So that's, that's awesome. just one of our little traditions. I love it. Do you have any traditions? Well, I, was, I, I told you about this one the other day. It's so funny because I used to make fun of it. My mom uh, makes us do the, the Christmas story, but it's she will read it and whenever it says shepherds whoever got assigned the shepherd in yeah. our family has to say like oh this job stinks <laughs> that if you're an I angel you have to sing gloria like <laughs> and then my favorite one i think last year my dad got assigned baby jesus so oh. every time it was jesus he would win yeah <laughs> And yes, baby Jesus cried. Yes, okay, right. He was human. I mean, uh, yeah. that's awesome. So, um, but anyway, so that's a really fun one, and we're just kind of in the start of figuring out yeah. what traditions we yep. want to do. And um, my parents have done a great job with the, some of that stuff and the traditions. So, I'm grateful to them for sure. That but yeah, they've been great at making keeping the focus on Jesus. So they and were I, great at that. And I think that's what's that's what makes holidays fun is when you kind of create your own family traditions, whatever they are. 
and they can or include Santa. They might not include Santa. But I think after that, that's not the focal point. Mm-hmm. We, we know that, that as followers of Jesus, we're going to keep Christ in Christmas. We're going to make him the focal point. And, and, and some of these things are other fun traditions that we, we involve in that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just don't think there's anything wrong with it. Have fun. Make the holidays fun. Make them enjoyable. Have your kids think back on them and with with fondness. And yeah. so that as when they are adults, they want to make their own traditions. And, and they want to create those fun environments that they grew up with. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Is that, so have fun. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, Santa's not the one that makes it fun. I mean, so, but what, whatever those fun holiday traditions are, it, yeah, make the holidays fun. We just talked for a couple of weeks about how stressful they can be. Right. Well, you know what? Battle that stress with the fun. Yeah. Have fun, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, that, those, are the, those are the things that bond us together as people. When our, our kids and our grandkids and our spouses, we think back on it, it's holidays, it's memories. Positive shared experiences bond us together. It is how God designed us. So when you have the control over your immediate family, now sometimes the other stuff we go to we have no control over, but, but you have control over that. Make those memories fun. Be intentional. Make them fun because it just knits you together with the people that you love. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, I have nothing else to ask you. That was was a mic drop for sure. All right. So anything else you wanted to add, PD? I don't know. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas, everyone. When we come back, we'll be talking about New Year's resolutions. Oh, I know. We're going to be (laughs) post-Christmas. We're going to be headed into a new year. Yeah. 2024. Here we come. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I think we're going to be talking about... New Year's resolutions? <laughs> yeah. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, yeah. New uh, Year's resolutions. And uh, do those things even work? We'll find we'll out. We'll find out. We'll find well, out. Yeah. All Actually, right. you know what? Write us in and tell us your New Year's resolutions. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Tell us what they are. We want to hear from you. We And if you've got questions, as always, I know we're kind of getting off the holiday kick here. Um, send us your questions. We love to hear from you, and um, you're part of the conversation. You're part of this movement, and that movement is um, getting into the ears of people that need to uh, know that you can follow Jesus in real life. Yes, you can. Yep. Yes, so, can. and no questions are dumb. There's no dumb questions no. ever. So, and it's okay for it to be messy. Real yeah. life is messy. Absolutely. Following Jesus is messy. Yeah. And it's rarely a straight line. So PD wanted to call it the real messy podcast, but, but I think Lisa said no. Yeah, she, yeah. Said, yeah, she yeah. said no. So we just stick with real life. Yeah. So, so, but if you do have a question for us, you can always reach us at reallifepodcast.foothills on Instagram in the direct messages, or you can send us an email, reallifepodcast at foothillsonline.com. And we so appreciate you listeners. Thank you so much for the five-star reviews. Keep them coming. Write a review if you have time and um, feel obliged that. That helps us get more discovered. So we just really appreciate that. And it is helping the podcast grow. So thank you so much for that. Yep. Thank you so much. And uh, as I said, get some more people to join you when you listen to it next week. Tell them about it. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.